Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey there, welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Show. My name is John. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Whether I am in your eyes or you are watching this show, I'm always grateful to hang out, spend some time with you, hopefully add some value to the work that you're trying to do to lift up Jesus, to make him famous. Going to give you a couple updates here on this week's show, and then we're going to dive into Google Ads today, so hang with me here. If you haven't done this already, I would love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're really not promoting it beyond just talking about it right here, but if you subscribe to it, it will tell you every time when we send out a new episode each week, and that's our plan always, is for it to go out early morning U.S. time on every Friday, Lord willing. So a couple things really fast. One, I'm going to give you just a personal update. Two, I want to give you some updates about what we're seeing happening around the world. And then we're going to jump into Google Ads. So seven years ago, I started Kavanaugh Media right about this exact same time when I got my cancer diagnosis. I got follicular lymphoma, which is a blood cancer. And at that time, the doctor said to me, this is not a curable form of cancer. So one out of 11 people will die here in with this cancer in just a certain period of time. And a friend of mine who in Taiwan who received it got the same cancer uh, around the same time, and she lost her life to it. And so for the last seven years, I've lived with that knowing that after I went through the hard chemo, went through maintenance chemo, that this was always going to be there thinking about coming back. And So it's weird how when it's just there, how that impacts you, how that makes you choose what you do and how you live life and do these kind of things. Well, I did my normal CT scan this last week, didn't find any tumors. It's a new doctor who's a research doctor, and his words to me were this, John, I think after seven years, the type of cancer you had may have been a more aggressive type, but the good thing is is that that type we think we might be able to cure it. And at this point, I think you may be cured from your cancer. So uh, if that is true, praise God. Even if it isn't, I still believe to praise God on it. And I don't want to lose the reality that you and I have each day of life. And so we should live it to its fullest, that we should push forward, that our focus of life isn't to see how much we can accumulate or how many fans we can get or how much of whatever you might have. It's not our driver. I don't really care. I just want to finish the work that is out there and to try to unite as many people as possible to that goal. Which brings me to the next thing. We're seeing some really good movement happening in these multi-organizational groups that are happening around the world. We serve a few different mission orgs, one large mission org. We're doing a ton of work for them. We're seeing God at work through these different teams. But secondly, in the broader thing that we're calling the Discover Discover Jesus Initiative, so DJI, uh, we work on it one to many, which it's kind of taken on its own life as a strategy. 
nobody owns that strategy and a lot of people are using it, great. So I'm happy to contribute with that. But with our use of that mindset of that strategy for this Discover Jesus initiative, we're seeing a ton of of face-to-face meetings, and we're now seeing that groups are sharing resources and videos and data, and it's just exciting because we're not just sharing for the goal of, okay, well, here's what we have or whatever. So let's say data. If you just share data, but you don't, it doesn't drive your strategy, like you're not really making hard choices off of it, then I'd say it's trivia is all it is. But we're sharing this data in the midst of these different groups and teams, and it's driving strategy. And we're seeing changes that are taking place from it. So I'm really excited. In one country, the one that's the most further along, furthest along of all of them, we're, we're at 70 face-to-face meetings now that have taken place. So praise God. It's exciting to see, and uh, it's just honoring to be play a part. And that's really what it is. It's just a part. We all have a part to play. We can all work together. And so we're going to continue to work on this part of it. We serve these different orgs and teams. We're going to be close to 100 different locations around the world this year. But the DJI stuff is the other part that we're really leaning into trying to help the best that we can. And so we're going to continue to grow that list. If you're interested, if you'd like to be a part of it, feel free to reach out to me, come through our website or whatever, and just reach out, and we would be happy to talk and share more with you about it. All right, so many changes, social media. It's happening all the time, Uh, between Twitter and Meta and all these things. There's all sorts of talk about TikTok, and is it even going to get banned, and all sorts of stuff that's happening there. In the midst of all of that, one of the ones that we use a lot is Google and Google Ads. Now, let me preface this by saying, from a strategy perspective, there's two big strategies that we at Kavanaugh use. We use a push strategy and a pull strategy. A push strategy is when you're pushing content out in front of people, uh, trying to get their attention. So these are things like Meta, Instagram. You're pushing pictures out, hoping that people will be interested, stop scrolling, and click to you know, discover more, go to your website, message you, whatever it might be. So Facebook, Instagram, those ones were pushing content in front of them. And actually, we're pushing less content than you might even think. We're using frequency and a lot of different things, and we're not killing ourselves trying to create 30 days of content to you know, push an ad every other two or three days or even organic stuff. So we're, we're doing more targeted but broader things there. But that's that push strategy. From a pull strategy, that's when someone is searching. So Google, they're doing Google search or Bing search or whatever they might be doing. We include YouTube in this as well because people go to YouTube typing in things And so they're searching. In fact, we've heard that YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. So a pull strategy is that you're trying to match up your keywords or your ads that you have on these search engines and pull people from the search engine result page, say the Google search, to your website or to the app download site or whatever you might be using. So Google ads are very effective for us. And in some countries, 
Google ads are outperforming other types of ads that we might do. You cannot generate traffic, though, with them. So think of it like this. If somebody goes to Google, they're going to go to Google when it is they're searching. You can't make somebody go search. It's when they're there, you want to pull them from it. So does that make sense? All right. So there's that part of it. But then there's also this thing where when you're doing it, when you're, you're doing like the push strategy, you can generate interest. Because somebody may not have been thinking about something, but then they are thinking about it once you have put this idea, this video, this picture, whatever it might be there. So you can't generate the traffic the same way with a pull strategy like you can on a push strategy. But if you have enough Google ads and if you have the keywords positive and negative right, uh, you're getting a really targeted audience, and we're seeing a very high click-through rate. So Google itself continues to change, just as all the other social media channels do. So what I want to do today is show you a brand new screen that's been popping up on some of our accounts and just introduce it to you on that. So here's just a broad overview of the new interface within Google. Let's dive into it together. All right, so what you're seeing here, if you have Google Ads set up, and if you do this, you're going to have to verify your account if you're doing Google. So don't think, oh, well, I'll just set up some Google Ads, and I don't have to mess with this verification like I have to do with Facebook and Meta. Now, I, I forget the exact number, but it's millions. I think it was over 6 million accounts were shut down by Google just last year. So they're looking, they're verifying as well. They're looking for those spam accounts, all that kind of stuff. But this is the interface for Google. So this is what we use, what it looks like. And I'm not going to dive into every part here because I'm just for the account security. I don't want to show some of those things. But what this looks like is very different than the old school way of doing it. And the screens look different. And I'll say this. I think Google's done a great job making this easier to use. They've simplified it. So what they have over here is, I'll just go from the top to bottom. This is the broad overview okay, of, of what's happening. And this account is one that's working in a very um, modern, post-Christian, European type of place. And so in this account, one of the things that we notice is that our costs are higher. All right. So Every country, every location is different. So you can take some generalizations, but sometimes it's very specific to where it is that you're working. But there's the broad overview where you can see what's happening, how things are happening, changes that are happening on your account. Um, I will tell you this. They tend to run to always tell you your optimization score. I think there's a little gamification going on there. So they're going to try to get you to continue to spend more money and change this or that or whatever. But in the overall parts to this, you have the recommendations. That's normal. Insights and reports are good. So the, the biggest thing I want you to see with this today, if you've never looked at Google Ads, this is an overview of it, of just what it looks like. If you have been using it, you can look on your account and see if your account is showing what this one is having here. And, you, and if you're listening to the podcast, I'm going to try to 
describe some of this to you, but basically everything has been put over and cataloged together and categorized together in this left column of the screen. So you have an insights and report. Insights are some of the learning that Google has seen from your accounts. It's very valuable. Auction insights, search terms, where your pages are being, your ads are being shown, what landing pages you have, all sorts of stuff. Dashboards you can do. So this is a very good area for you to get a broad overview of what's happening on your Google ads. Though then next down is all of your campaign information. So your campaigns, your ad groups, your ads, any experiments that you are running, any campaign groups that you have, all of this is now grouped together, I think, in a really straightforward way. I like what they've done here. Assets, any kind of videos, pictures, keywords, content, audience groups that you might have and you've already put together, all of those are now grouped together into the same place under your assets here. The audience keywords, content, all of that, okay? All of this is found down in here. Your search words, locations, everything is grouped together, right? So your assets are going to be your videos, your pictures, then your audiences, your keywords, your content is all grouped together. You even have goals. So if you click under goals, you're going to see any kind of conversion goals that you've set up. So maybe you're driving people to a page where they can download a Bible. Well, how many people click to do that? That could be a conversion goal. Measurement goals, right? Attribution, which means how much of what has happened can be attributed to the ads. And this is always a huge issue when it comes to marketing. So goals is another area. Tools, planning, library, Google tag, which is something we love and use a lot. But as you go down through this, there's bulk actions. And when you click on bulk actions, there are rules, scripts, uploads. And this whole thing on scripts, we're going to do a podcast on that maybe even next week. We use this a lot to automate a lot of the Google Ads process or even discovering things, keywords, negative keywords, and Google has a ton of these scripts that they've built as well. So we'll be sharing about this probably next week's episode. So just this one thing is massive when it comes to capabilities here. All of that's under bulk actions. Your budget, what you're bidding, any kind of changes, your information for your business, all of that comes into these things. All right, your billing, your credit card, your admin, who has access, everything is grouped together now in the right places. It used to be that some of this was on the left, some of this was was across the top, so you'd have to kind of know where to go to find the right thing. Well, now everything is grouped together, logically placed together, and it's all right there on the left side of your screen. So if you're not using Google Ads, I would really encourage you to explore it, think about it, maybe add it to your strategy. There's some work to it. It's it's technical. The setting of it up takes time, but it can be a very powerful thing when you have both push and pull happening in your strategies. So next week, next week we're going to look at this and we're going to 
look at some of these scripts that you can use that can even enhance your Google Ads capabilities. All right, so that's what we're looking at. I just wanted to introduce, we've been looking through this whole idea of changes in 2023 between Facebook and Google, YouTube, all of them. Well, the actual just interface itself has changed. And so dive into it, poke around, take a look at it, and see how you might be able to use that to make Jesus famous. Thanks again for listening, for watching, for sharing this Right? We, we appreciate it. We appreciate you trusting us enough to be able to share this content then with other people who you think might be interested to it. Click that subscribe button, share with others, and we appreciate your prayers, praying that God will be glorified. May he receive all the glory. So until next time, take care and may God bless your efforts to make Jesus known. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.